And you're listening to JM in the AM. That's right. You're listening to JM in the AM. And I am over, as I just told my uh, upcoming guest, I am over anxious to to get him on the air and start talking about the brand new album. As I've shared with the audience, um, I mean, you know, we've discussed this a million times. It, It has been a very challenging couple of months between my COVID, long COVID and the foot infection and everything else. And um, I obviously wanted to speak to A.B. closer to the release of Journey's volume number five. Uh, But uh, whatever didn't work out before Purim, it has finally worked out for today. And we are very, very excited. For those of you not aware, and I can't imagine there's anybody uh, who pays attention to Jewish music who is not aware. But for those of you who are not aware, let me remind you that a brand new 15-track incredible album entitled Journey's volume number five has been released. It has made a tremendous splash, a great impact out there, and we are honored to have A.B. Rottenberg with us live via telephone for a new Music Alert Wednesday. In fact, what we'll do is we'll play the first track off of Journey's volume number five and then get into a conversation with A.B. who's with us live via telephone on a very exciting Wednesday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel network and of course on the beloved NSN app. most amazing dream last night It was very thrilling and entrancing The world became a place so filled with light And in my dream Jews everywhere were dancing Because Mashiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive, no more war no more hate, a time to celebrate a Since long ago at Har Sinai, Chaveirim Ko Yisroel. Mishet Asa Nisim, Asa Nisim Lavoteinu, Vega'alotam, Me'avdut Lecheru. Hashem, we beg of you, please make this dream come true. Do 
my dream when I turned on the news. All they did was talk about the Jews. They wondered, how could we have been so wrong? I think deep down they knew it all along. Because Moshiach had arrived, peace and love began to thrive. The whole world came to storm our gates, but there's no gators, it's too late. Ah, and for the first time, my oh my, since long ago at Harsinai. Hashem, we beg of you. Please make this dream come true. Journeys, volume number five, with the opening selection. Chaverim Ko Yisrael, featuring Benny Friedman. Journeys five, like all the Journeys, amazing, legendary albums, are the work of the legendary A.B. Rottenberg, who is with us live via telephone. A.B., an absolute pleasure and honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Uh, thank you so much, Nachum. It's really great to be back. It's great to hear your voice. I appreciate and, it. Uh, I, I, I understand you've uh, you've had some health challenges <laughs> recently, but your voice sounds as great as ever. I Let appreciate that. that. It's been a couple of rough months, but I appreciate that. We've tried to stay as strong as possible voice-wise. A.B., you know, you can't just release an album. You know, whether it's 12 years, 14 years, 20 years, it doesn't matter. You can't just release an album and then sit back and, you know, take in all the uh, wonderful reaction from everybody. It seems that when Journeys comes out, whether it's one or two or three or four or now five, there's always got to be analysis going on out there. There's always has to be Rashi and Tosfos that people are wondering about, thinking about, analyzing when it comes to your albums, which, by the way, I think, frankly, is a compliment to you. But I was thinking back. I was thinking back to the uh, to all the different Journeys collections. Um, the the introduction of Journeys One, you know, the very first one, with of course, you know how how dear that album is to us because mm. it, it, we had a role in popularizing its time. Oh, to, yes. time to oh, say yeah. good Shabbos, which continues to be after thirty eight years the the theme here at the end of the week. Journeys Two, I think, had a certain personality that people, some people were frustrated by, and others, you know, felt you know were. were we're, and for others, it warmed their heart, and that was the seriousness of the album, right? There, there were a couple of lighthearted selections on that, but there was a, there was a lot of serious stuff on Journeys too. Another, yes. another amazing collection. Then on three, there's a. <laughs> this is this is where the whole thing explodes because <laughs> this is where people start, you know, wondering about if the if the things that are happening in the Atheist Convention song could actually happen, and if the Joe DiMaggio's card song is a real story or not. That drove people nuts about whether Joe DiMaggio's card was a real story or not. I mean, right. that, that was worse than The Ninth Man, which also had that element to it about, you know, whether whether AB's referring to something that actually happened or that, that could have happened, you know, in that era 
uh, back in New York City. So that was the, you know, that was Journeys 3 and, of course, you know, had its own personality. And then I noticed, you know, it's, it's obvious you started this one, Journeys 5, the brand new one with a song about togetherness, a song about unity, Haverim. And frankly, you've gone in this direction before based on my analysis. I'm yelling at everybody for doing analysis, and I'm doing it more than anybody else. <laughs> and that is because, if you think about it, Journeys 4 started with the band, and the band was a selection that really was about unity, togetherness, and you know, getting together, so to speak. You'd agree with that, right? Yes, yes. Well, and, about Mashiach, about right. Mashiach coming and, and, and bringing Kol Yisrael together. So it's no if, shock. If, if you think about Chaverim Kol Yisrael, uh, I can tell you where that the the idea germinated from. Sure. Is you know we say we say on 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 when we bench for Shchodesh this Shabbos say, this Shabbos. Right. So we say. Um, so, so it's a prayer, and, and it's usually sung, and uh, I think there are a bunch of songs out there to the words Chaverim Kol Yisrael. But if you think about it uh, on a little bit of a deeper level, it's not a it's not a very happy uh, prayer because right. it seems to be impl- implying that that. Uh, Misha Asani Simlavasena, the one who did miracles for us in the past, who Yigalosano, he will uh, redeem us again in the future, he'll bring us together, and then, only then, Chaverim Kol Yisrael, and as we need this, this unifying power of Mashiach to bring us together, because for some reason we just can't do it on our own. So, so this dream of, of Mashiach coming and, and being the king of, of, of the Jews and, and bringing peace to the world and all of those side benefits, there's another fringe benefit of, of tremendous import, and that is the one where he brings the Jewish people together, and that's the focus of that song. Yeah, 100%. And uh, again, because of the... Um, I, I mean, you could tell us why. You, know, the, you probably, I would assume... That generally speaking, you debate for you know quite a while about what should open an album. Maybe this was obvious to you that this had to be the opener. What, what did did this immediately jump to the top because of the theme, or was this part of a discussion about what should open Journeys Five? You know what? It was probably one of the last you know one of the last things we discussed. Uh, it's 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 never a good idea to to think about that until you have all your songs and then really all your mixes. You never know how a song's going to come out, how it's going to so to speak, jump off the jump off the glass on the CD, or today, you know, jump off <laughs> jump off the cloud, <laughs> right. whatever it is today, wherever music is. It's 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 we we decided at the last minute, as as with the cover design and all those things. Could this... we were we were thinking for a while, perhaps, of you know, of picking one of the songs and and putting it on the cover. In the end, we just decided. You know, we had journeys one, two, three, and four. We called this journeys five, and 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 moved on. Uh, A.B. Rottenberg with us, a legend himself. Now, uh, I mean, could this song musically have been on Journeys 2 or 3? Like, is this a 2022 style? You know, nobody knows music like you do, uh, and I'm always curious about this, and I'm, I'm, an, I'm an outsider when it comes to this. I can't write, I can't arrange. I'm always, I marvel at people who can uh, do those things. Is this in a style that, that could have been introduced 20 years ago, or this is really very current and, and, and really only could belong on this volume of Journeys? That's funny you should ask. This particular song for Chavayim Kol Yisrael was probably written around the turn of the century, and I'm not talking about between the 20th and the <laughs> 21st. I'm talking about between the the um, around the 1900s. The song is a, is a is a is a march. It's a march song. It's got Hasidic. Uh, it has Hasidic uh, flavor to it. 
I just took out some of the like da 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 dum bum bum. So in the original, it's da 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 dum 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 da 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 da. So that part, I took out the some of the Hasidic uh, movements and 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 extra uh, marching uh, flavor of the song. I took out, but it's a song written many 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 years ago, Interesting. and uh, I adapted it for for these words. So you made it a 2022 selection, I guess we could call sort it. of, yeah. yeah, sort of sort of streamlined it a little bit and made it more palatable for the for the current for today's ear. Did you ever think, not not to be negative, but I'm curious, did you ever think there wouldn't be a Journeys 5? Because as years go on and people want to continue projects, it gets harder and harder as the as the time, you know, starts to expire. Um, did you did, did you fear or did you think that this may just may never happen? Absolutely. Uh, for a long time after Journeys 4, I, 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 I really hit, uh, hit a wall in terms of composing. And most of the songs... Um, on this album are from the last two three years. Right. You know, there's uh, Lucky Fingers Max, which is an right. old song, and and Nothing in Your Life. Those were both songs that I had in my in my back pocket. Lucky Fingers was recorded many years ago by Gershon Verover, sure. but I knew I wanted to do my own version of it. Right. Um, and that was always on my on sort of on my bucket list to do. And Nothing in Your Life was a song also as well that I just, you know, needed the right vocalist to do and, and, and get it out there. And Mordechai Shapiro did a wonderful job with that song. But other than those two songs, I really had nothing for many, many years. And my children, ironically, uh, I have some very talented uh, children, and they brought some songs to me. And they were of the caliber that, that I said, wow, these are really great songs for another, for for another journeys and they got me off off the couch off the schneid and i started to realize that if i don't write something soon you know i'm going to be the one outside looking in without a composition or two of my own so what credit did they get i mean are, are your kids responsible for comp- actual compositions on this album for uh, five five songs wow. on the album are from three of my children interesting that's pretty cool must be a very satisfying feeling for you Frankly. It's very satisfying, but 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 more than that, it puts because, the pressure on. Because right? <laughs> some of the most meaningful songs on the album are for my children. So, two of the songs about the Holocaust. One is for my youngest daughter, and wow. uh, called "From the Ashes," right. which uh, the Maccabees sing, mm-hmm. and uh, along with me, and it's a song about honoring the uh, Holocaust survivors for rebuilding our world, for rebuilding the Jewish communities around the world, even after all they've been through, and it's a result of her. Growing up with grandparents who were Holocaust survivors, being very close to them, seeing their refusal to quit and to give in to despair and, and, and to look back and and quite the opposite, only look forward, grow grow their community, grow their families, and it made a big impact on her. And then my uh, my son Hananya wrote the, the song My Little Town, which is sung by Shulam Lemmer so wonderfully. and. It's also just a mind-blowing song about about the impact of of, of, of what was done to the Jewish world and to the Jewish communities yeah. uh, by by the Nazis Yimach Shemam and 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 in in six minutes you get this sense of, of what was lost because he he writes about the the suffering and the pain of being the only survivor but then he takes you back on a journey through life in the shtetl and what life was like and. And him watching his sister getting engaged to his best friend in a wedding scene, and, and you re- recreate, relive the vibrancy of Jewish life, and then to realize again at the end of the song that it was all taken away. We'll get to some of these songs, folks. Don't worry. The legendary A.B. Rottenberg is with us live via telephone. 
So, I mean, does Journey's fight, and I don't know if this is important at all because you may never have considered this for some reason. I, I'm, I, I always think about it when I think of Journey's, each album having its own personality. Is, is there a word to describe Journey's Five with all the seriousness that you just described in the songs that your kids wrote, and and you know, and and the and even on the on the more upbeat songs, the serious messages that they have. Is there a I don't know? Is there an adjective or a or a description where you would say this is the personality of this album? I'd say the personality of Journey's Five. First of all, it's much longer. We have. <clears throat> There are 14 cuts plus a small tribute for Moshe Yes, right. but but you know with 14 songs you're going to have a, a wide variety. And I think what's what's good about what's nice about Journey's Five is really there is no it, you don't get settled in. You don't settle in and say, well, hey, I expect this to. Every song takes you in a different direction. So that's that's what I would say. Right. The, the personality of Journey's Five is it's it's variety. One of the I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah variety both musically as well as thematically. One of the things you and I have discussed a million times is casting. You take casting very, very seriously. If someone, if you asked Benny Friedman to do the opening song that we just played, Chaverim, it's because you felt he would do the best job of anybody out there, and that it was, and that his voice matched with the message. Right? It's not just doing a good job; it's the voice matching with the message. Correct? Well. You know, it's been really so. Many, <clears throat> excuse me, so many years since since I've been, uh, I guess, so to speak, in the limelight uh, regarding Jewish music, and 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 in these past eighteen years since Journey's Four, I mean, so much has changed. Uh, first of all, the, the 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 style of music, the the whole the industry has changed so much. I mean, you more than anyone, you're you're sitting in the driver's seat and watching the growth of of, of Jewish music phenomenal growth and the amount of wonderful, wonderful performers who are out there with, with wide followings. And, and, and I just said, I, you know, I have to take advantage of it. If, if these people will come and sing for me and, and, and they all agreed to do so, uh, so wonderfully, Not you know, everybody I asked. I can imagine. I'm sure they were, they were honored to do so. And, and, you know, and they took, and, and I'm pretty, you know, pretty tough guy in the studio in terms of trying to get the sound that I'm looking for, and I'll, I'll work people hard, and the, the time they put in, and the effort, and the, and the willingness to work with myself and Donnie uh, so carefully and closely was just a breath of fresh air, but the talent, it's just so amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, starting and, with Benny and, and going through all the way right. through the album, it's just amazing, amazing talent and this is not to, And this is not to disparage anybody from prior eras, because plenty of people in prior eras did this as well, but the ones that are really staying at the top of their game are working so hard to do it. And they're not, you know, they're not mailing it in, and they're not taking it for granted. They are working on their craft and improving constantly, which is really nice to see. Frankly, it could be the pressure, or the competition, or just the nature of the industry at this point. Uh, but they're working very hard to uh, to keep their talents as honed as possible. All right, I got I got another casting question to ask you. We got to do some of the music this morning here at JNM. If you don't mind, one of the songs that's made a real impact on this audience is the uh, the one done by Mordechai Shapiro, "Nothing in Your Life." Could you give us a uh, uh, could you give us a a brief overview of the message on this one? Well, uh, you know, it's a profoundly Jewish message. I mean, we we believe, and uh, famously, they asked Rabbi Yisrael Salanter once, uh, you know, what 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 should a person do with his life? And you know, rather than say, you know, sit and learn Torah or or you know or daven, or the, he said, be a good person, help others. Right. Uh, and he brought brought sukkim and 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 and, and medrashim to 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 support his view. And that's very much what being a Jew is all about, thinking about others, 
caring about others, devoting your life to, to not just to yourself, uh, looking outward as, as opposed to inward. And it's a universal message. And, and you know, without one word in Hebrew, uh, we, we say that in nothing in your life will, will be more meaningful to you than giving of yourself to help another. And, and this is the way it, uh, it came together. And Mordechai does a wonderful job. We unofficially kicked off our jam in the AM um, uh it takes two chesed campaign for the month of Nisan this morning, even though it's still the 20th of Adar 2. And boy, does this song fit right in with that message. A.B. Rottenberg, the legend himself, is with us live via telephone. We're celebrating the release of Journeys, volume number five, on a new music alert Wednesday at JM in the AM. Here it is. It's called Nothing in Your Life, featuring Mordechai Shapiro with the lead vocal. You're listening to JM in the AM. the sweetest song scale the highest mountain don't get me wrong these are wonderful things even significant things you can strive for wealth fame and success and trust I'll think of you no less these are wonderful things even significant things Mordechai Shapiro, Nothing in Your Life, Journeys, Volume Number 5. The one and only A.B. Rottenberg is with us live via telephone as we explore the brand new album and do our little uh, new music alert Wednesday here at JM in the AM. Um, pretty amazing. Malcolm, I think there was you know, one point I'd, I'd also like to make, uh, what we were discussing before, is that in the, in the last 20 years, 25 years, I mean, so many of our singers... So many of the of the wonderful and talented vocalists who who represent Jewish music are singing in English in, right. in our part of the world. Right. As as in Eretz Yisrael, uh, people are singing original lyrics today. Right. And Yishai Ribo and all those other right. wonderful artists are writing their own words and 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 exposing and and, and presenting their their inner feelings and their hearts with with original lyrics and that's such a change because back in the day you know in the 70s 
60s, 70s, 80s, even 90s. David Amelech was, was the composer. <laughs> it was David Amelech. It was his lyrics. Or, or from the Siddur. Or, or Yossi Green took it to, you know, to, into Midrashim and Gemaras and he expanded the genre. But really today there is so much, and there's so much better at it. And there, there's well, so that's much more it. natural in, at it. In order for it to succeed, you need great lyricists. And that's one thing this era has. There's some really quality lyricists. But I was more reluctant back in the day when I started writing to, to, to send out those songs. I, I didn't feel necessarily that every every uh, Jewish singer could, could represent English as, as well as they did, you know, Psukin. Right. But today, I'm much more comfortable. There's just so much more quality. People have the understanding how to present a song, how to sing it in the vernacular that will be uh, absorbed by the audience in, in, in the right way. Well, I would also say at this point, there are probably people listening right now who are clamoring to let you know they want to hear your interpretation of additional David Amelech selections as well, frankly. <laughs> so so don't, don't, don't gravitate only to the English because I know there are Agreed. a lot of people. Agreed, 100%. People. I, you know, I still love to write a, a niggin and hopefully still have some you know some bullets left in the in the gun to, to, to come up with to come up with some some good nagunim. What are we up to? Dvekas were up to volume six, right? The next the next would be yeah, seven, we're right? We're talking, we're talking. It's just we're so spread out. It's hard to get together. Yeah. So, but we, but, but I have been talking to label a little bit lately, and hopefully one of these days we'll we'll be able to do something together. It's funny because uh, today it's so easy for you know for people to create albums and and work remotely because you know. Uh, ten minutes later, sure. the, tra the track you just worked on is sitting in someone else's inbox. Uh, right. But as you said, sometimes there is just a need to collaborate and to get the machine going, to rev things up by actually getting together and, and wor working on a project together. A.B. Rottenberg is with us live via telephone. I asked you about casting before. And w with all the people you've worked with, I and I I I've said this to you in different contexts in the past, it is amazing how you utilize the, the late, great Moshe Yes um, on specific selections. I mean, when I think of Pesach Blues, which, by the way, is a perfect, today's a perfect day to play it. Someone told me, I didn't even, you know, our, our wonderful late friend, Mayor Weingarten of Blessed Memory, used to do the Purim show, used to do the Purim show every year. And, um, and someone, and of course, I never heard it. The reason he did it every year was I could be with my family on Purim. And someone told me this morning that he would end the Purim show with Pesach Blues, <laughs> you know, getting everybody into the paddock after the, after the, great, after the great morning of Mishloch Manos, getting everybody into the paddock. Right. So that was right. Moshe Yes, who, of course, you know, imitates or plays the role of a Jewish woman in that song, you know, lamenting that, that Pesach, you know, tongue-in-cheek, of course. Well, I'll tell you an anecdote. You know, he was living in Montreal at the time when I, when I asked him to come in uh, from Montreal to Toronto to record uh, journeys, journeys two, and he sang the Rebbe of Lublin and the Pesach Blues. So right. Those are the two songs right. that I had in mind for him to sing, right. and I taught him the songs in the studio. Again, it wasn't like we had email in those days, and sending a cassette, you know, beforehand really didn't make a difference. Moshe was quick on the uptake, and I could teach him a song in 15 minutes in the studio, so I didn't bother to send him the songs. <laughs> and when he got to the studio. And he looked at the line and he said, but I just happened to be, well, he said, I'm not singing that, but I just happened to be a woman. Right. You know, that's the second line in the song. Right. So I said, Moshe, I said, I picked you because there's nobody in Jewish music who sounds less like a woman than you. <laughs> <laughs> and he agreed to sing it. That's great. Anyway. Um, in addition to that, I mean, he was the voice on the ninth man, right? was the ninth May sang it all over the world, sure. And and I 
when I think of Moshe, yes, I don't even know if uh, anybody out. Well, I shouldn't say it that way because there are plenty of people who are mevinim when it comes to the Journeys collection. I think of There's No Place Like Home. Remember the song There's No Place Like Home? Sure, sure. I don't know, A.B. That was, to me, that was one of the most poignant selections. And he, of course, is the is the vocalist on it. And, and, and it was his story. It really was his story because he did travel the world and he did look at alternative religions and he was a searching person who who didn't have access to, to, to authentic Yiddish guide, you know, in his youth. And he ended up coming to Jerusalem and and he and he discovered that God is alive and well and living there so as he wrote in one of his songs yeah so he he very much was the perfect person to sing that so song. with all I mean look you've dealt with a million artists and we've discussed and we've mentioned a lot of their names this morning but I don't know to me it always seems there was something special between me between you and him that there was just a connection or I don't know if you appreciated his vast you know variety of musical ability or what he brought to the table because he came from you know, a different background and therefore probably had skills or, you know, experience in music that others did not have in the industry. Am I right that there was just something between well, the two of you that connected? Sure, just, just, just think about the, the, the song Ain't No Bishel in a Cleachly Sheet. Right, now that's but, your song. It's, it's, it's Moshe's song. Moshe <laughs> wrote the chorus. Moshe wrote the chorus. He has a song called Ain't No Bishel in a Cleachly Sheet. It wasn't one of his most well-known or popular But we songs. always played it. It was on a cassette called Shabbos on My Mind. We always played Ain't No okay, Bishel. So I was so it's thrilled. Moshe's song, but I adapted it. I changed I changed it. I made it a little bit more. Uh, I explained it a little bit more. I brought in Rav Moshe Feinstein, whose sock it was. And, but, but I just could imagine, in my own mind, Moshe, uh, as a recent Balchuva, <laughs> going to Yish, going to a shear in Aisha Torah, sitting there with a hundred other or fifty other bo- uh, young men, you know, from all kinds of backgrounds, mm-hmm. and the Rebbe's getting up and giving a halacha shear and hilchas Shabbos, <laughs> and he's saying the kli rishon, kli sheni, but kli shlishi, there's no bishul. No, really, ain't no ain't no bishul, it. and it's percolating in his mind and it's cooking, even though there's no bishul and kli shlishi. That song is cooking in his mind while he's sitting there listening. He goes home, goes back to his dorm, and picks up his guitar and starts strumming away. Literally, and that was his creative juice and his his the 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 way, the the whimsical way he would look at things and 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 he has that in many of his songs. And I just wanna wanna keep that keep that going a little bit longer and keep that alive with the audience, the Jewish audience. And 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 thankfully, you know, we we were able to put that song together, and we got Tali as his son to sing it. And, and, and how would wonderful. you? Not that it's a fair comparison. And 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 Tali's the one of his is the one of his children that we have some connection to because of the involvement in Jewish music. I mean, how, how would you compare him to his father? Or it's completely <laughs> completely different. Like, or what? like like much of, of of today's you know today's artists uh, in some ways they put us to shame. They're so much more flexible. They 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 take voice lessons. They they they're they're, they're professionally trained in, in the instruments they play. So he's serious. Tali S. is serious at this. He is serious. He's very, very, very talented. And his father would be so proud of him. Got to get him on the air. I got to get him on the air just to reminisce with him about some sure. of my experiences with his father, which were amazing sure. and incredible. I mean, this... I'll tell you another anecdote about that time. Moshe came from, from Montreal. So Moshe was a big... Uh, Moshe was a, was a Lubavitcher Hasid. He right. was a very, very serious Lubavitcher Hasid. He loved the Rebbe dearly and was very close to Chabad. And <clears throat> back in those days, you know, we didn't spend a lot of money on our recordings. We, mm-hmm. we, 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 we didn't have the budget for it. We didn't make enough sales to do that. 
So I told Moshe, he says, what are you going to pay me to come in and sing two songs in the studio? I said, $500 plus I'll, I'll pay for your plane ticket. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I don't want to fly. I'm going to take the train. Anyway, he comes in, takes the train, takes out the receipt. I take out my checkbook. Moshe, what was it? Takes out the, the train ticket, round trip ticket, $270. I gave him a check for 770 and he was in heaven. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> the next best thing is having a phone number that ends in 770. <laughs> That's right, right, right. He was just so excited. He said there's going to be bracha in your project. It's going to be benched. He did. By the way, am I right? Now that you mentioned the train, was he the voice on Ride the Train? I think he so. He was one of the voices. One of the voices. He, on Ride that, the train. that he didn't solo, but right. he certainly, you know, he certainly added to that. Unbelievable. All right, uh, let's do this. Uh, Tali, yes, on uh, Ain't No Bishel and a Cliche She. Uh, those of you who have not yet gotten Journey's Volume Number Five, get it. Uh, you will be uh, you will be very very satisfied to say the least. If you've been waiting all these years for a Journey's Five, uh, all we could say is it's worth the wait. It has been worth the wait. Uh, here it is, brand new JM in the AM. <laughs> I'm confident and resolute. Not much in life is absolute. How the future will unfold, who will win the Super Bowl. But in the Igreis Maisha's view, one thing you can be sure is true. And he wrote it unequivocally. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. You can try for all eternity. It don't take much to conclude this world has little certitude. In years past, high fat could kill. Now it's a diet pill. They don't work. There are at least two sides in each debate. And stocks will always fluctuate. If the hero died, it's guaranteed. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. You can try for all eternity. But there ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Cleary Show. Cliche Well, that's a different case, you see. Why this is so, I know not. The food in that bowl sure seems hot. That's no cause to make a fuss. It's all about in whom you trust. Rev Moisha said that it's a fact. Not the farmer's almanac, and that's sure good enough for me. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Don't try for all eternity. There ain't no Bishel in a Cleashly She. Well, Cleary Show, Cliche D. Ain't 
There it is, Journeys Volume Number Five, Eight No Bishel. <laughs> talk, <laughs> talk about a song that needs additional explanation for a lot of people out there. I, I'm saying to myself, for those not uh, not familiar with this whole concept of Cleishly She, we really got to give a little tutorial. Ab Rottenberg is with us, a legend himself. Uh, I, I mean, as you said, I mean, there's a uh, uh, certainly a uh, a great resemblance in the voices between Tali. And his father. And you know what I remember about Moshe, yes, more than anything? When he would be on stage, and I'd have the opportunity to see, you know, from a unique angle, I get to see everybody perform, you know, from the side, so to speak, when I'm on stage with them. And I, I, I would see him with that guitar sitting there, and I'm sure you, you can envision exactly what I'm talking about. And it was effortless. It was just effortless. It, it reminds me, you know, I once stood in center field in a major ball, in a major league ballpark, and all I did was look up and say, how on earth? <laughs> does an outfielder how, how are they able to, in a second to gauge the fly ball to make it look easy as they do and of course it takes practice tens of thousands of times of doing that one thing and that's what it reminded me of that he was so, his skills were so honed and his um and and his uh um uh he, he was just so good at it that to me yeah. to the average person it looked effortless and i could only well, that's the fascination <clears throat> it's the fascination we all have with with the arts and with sports and with with anything really that we find difficult for ourselves and see somebody else do effortlessly, it's, there's a fascination that we have. I'm the same way when it comes to to people who can draw and 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 and, and do beautiful art. I mean, I'm so I could barely write, you know, draw a straight line. So it's it's a fascination we have, and it and it just blows us away. Do when you, we can't do something. Who did you or did someone else arrange these songs for the album? Well, I, I worked very closely with Donnie Gross, who's today one of Jewish music's uh, most uh, prolific uh, producers. He's also a musician and a, and a studio engineer, which is one of the interesting uh, facets. We could do everything at Donnie's. We could do the, we right. could write the arrangement. We could more or less have have the arrangements done and and and, and manipulate the the notes uh, on his computer and, and, and record the songs. All the vocalists in the New York area are familiar with his studio and, and work there. And, you know, he's a young man, obviously, you know, much, much younger than I am, but um, <clears throat> he grew up enjoying Journeys and, 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 and Aish and those kind of albums. And it was a pleasure working with him. Amazing. Very, very talented young so, man. So, and, so you, do you marvel at great arrangements, or you've been involved in so many? It's like, you know, catching a ball in center field for you. I still marvel when I hear something align. Uh, it doesn't have to be a full arrangement. You can just hear a, you hear a small interlude or just a, an orchestration of certain instruments uh, blending together in, in this beautiful sound that sometimes you can't even define it with words, but it just takes you to another place. And Leib Yaakov arranged three of the songs on the album, uh, My Little Town. Uh, he worked on Journey at Sea and The Ring. So those are three songs with the amazing Lebiaco from Eretz Yisrael. We He's sent incredible. out some of the arrangements to him. Uh, uh, Lucky Fingers Max was arranged by Yaron Gershavsky. Yaron plays piano in many of the songs on the album because he, he again, he we, we, we would send him the song with a basic uh, piano track and say, here's the song, it's already sung. Avram Fried sang on it, I sang a song, uh, somebody else sang a song. We would send him the song, and he would learn the song and get the feel of the the message or the feel of the emotion in the song. And then we brought him back to the studio to play 
and we we felt very strongly that that added a lot to the to the emotion in the piano pieces. So uh, there there are many ways to, to to do an album. There's so many different creative uh, processes today that that can be utilized, and I think we we were able to to do a lot of good things. And we we took we we took our time. We didn't rush. There were no deadlines. We didn't say it had to be out by a certain date. We wanted to get it right, and I think we did. Uh, we're getting to the point of this conversation where I have to ask you what you want to feature, A.B. Is there a song that you'd like to uh, make sure to get on the air during this conversation and tell us a little bit about? Um, well, uh, my oldest daughter um, wrote a song called The Secret, which is uh, also hey. a song <laughs> very much for today, but it has a an important message, the the message of Hazorim Bidima Berina Iksoru. We just yeah. talked about you know the album taking many years, yeah. so... Till we got the uh, till we got the songs, and then even after we had those songs, it took many years to record, get the right people, the right instruments, the right the arrangers. So we put in the time, we put in the extra effort. Hazorim uh, those who plant with tears, they will reap with joy because the extra effort you put into anything, and it's a, a, a lesson, a message to all of us today, especially to to, to young, to, to the youth out there. You know, if they expect to be great in anything, but to be able to do it by pointing and clicking, it's just not going to work. You have to put in the time, you have to put in the effort. And using the um, the chevra out in California, the eighth day chevra to sing it was just such a joy because they 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 understood the song and they sang it with such uh, such quality and such verve, as is their style with all their work. Yeah. So AB, AB, why'd they make it? How'd they make it in this industry? I remember when they, <laughs> when they were first introduced to me by uh, Avram Fried and others, uh, you know, b- both relatives and fans in the in the industry. We were told, you know, have an open mind because you're going to realize that these guys are are great at what they do. Sure enough, they've they've become a major hit both in terms of recordings and live. Uh, but but you and I know it doesn't always happen. You and I know that groups that are off the beaten path or artists that are off the beaten path, you know, sometimes suffer for that and they're not able to, to garner the type of popularity the eighth day has. Why are they successful in your opinion? Uh, there's always a smile on their faces. Uh, that's what I think. I mean they sing they and they sing, express themselves well, they have deep themes, but they also have a very, very nice uh, blend of, of depth as well as, as just joy and 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 that's always a good combination yeah amen to that all right here's the song everybody it's uh it features eighth day it's called the secret it's on the brand new journeys volume number five ab rottenberg on a new music alert wednesday at jm in the am my grandmother whispered a secret to me Play something soft in my hands I crafted this scarf For you, my dear child My love for you's in every strand But setting each stitch And knitting the rose With patterns to form a design Takes passion and skill The will to create Hours and hours of time. Hazorim, bidima, bidina, bidina, ikzoru, bidina, na, 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 bidina, ikzoru. Hazorim, bidima, bidina, bidina, ikzoru, oh, bidina, ikzoru. 
father whispered a secret to me and showed me his old violin as you would with a feather pick up the bow place the instrument under your chin if you wish to bring forth its heavenly sound play music both haunting and sweet be ready to give your heart and your soul and the crowd will rise up on its feet Secret features eighth day on Journeys Volume Number Five Wednesday morning. JM in the AM. Final minutes with AB Rottenberg. The legend himself is with us. We are recommending Journeys Five to the entire world. How do you like that? Yeah, it's quite an endorsement, quite an approbation. How do you like that? AB, uh, in addition to, uh, I know that you know there's some uh, actual, you know, real CDs out there, and uh, uh, and that's one of the ways people can purchase, but I'm assuming in terms of streaming services, is this everywhere yet? Like, what's the story with where Journey's Five well, We've yet to release it to the streaming services. Yeah. We, we want to encourage people to get a hard copy, and whether it's a CD or we, we call them music cards, we, we, uh, we brought in uh, these uh, little credit cards which have a USB stick, which is removable, and they're very convenient. Keep the, you can keep the uh, album in your wallet or in your car, and the the tab stays uh, together with the card. The back of the card has the songs and cool. the names of the songs. So um, we're encouraging people to do that or to download it. They can download it on iTunes or mostly music. Um, uh, we will release it soon to the streaming services as well. But I would encourage the audience that you know when they do listen to Journeys, um, it's not background music. It's not something that you you know simply turn on and listen to in the uh, you know with the music playing in the background. Get yourself a, a, a you know quiet corner of your house. Hopefully, you'll have you know 75 minutes of time. It's 75 minutes of music, and uh, you know uh, find find a quiet place. Listen to the songs. Think about them. Uh, listen to to them together with your family and talk about them. Um, you know we hope that these become talking points for discussion and for for hashkafa and for people to to grow and and to to take the music and. Listen, there's a beautiful combination between an idea when it's couched in music. It can last with you longer. It can make a, have a deeper meaning. It can take you to a place that no words or, or speech can do. That's the magic of music. And, and hopefully people will, will enjoy and grow and, and, uh, and not just look at the songs on Journey as, as being something that entertains them for a few minutes, but something that hopefully will uh, lead to, to thinking and growth. Oh, I hear that. You know, I was looking at the track listing from the very, very first Journeys. 
And I'm, I'm saying to myself, I wonder what the kids of today, um, you know, what they relate to. And, of course, you know, I remember when my kids uh, introduced me to the song The Ninth Man. You know, they were shocked mm-hmm. that I do it, you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is funny right. when you think of that. And obviously, it's time to say good Shabbos. You know, when the people discovered it, that's where it's from. It's like, wow, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's the answer to a good trivia question. But I got to tell you the funniest moment uh, for me in terms of the last 40 years of journeys when my kids, as they were getting older, said to me, you got to hear this song. It is so great. It sums it all up. And, of course, they were talking about the Shabbat. <laughs> <laughs> it sums when they got to that point in their life. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and I, Dad, Dad, have you ever heard this before? It, like, it, like, it like tells the whole story. I go, yeah. Not only did I hear it, I heard it before I was married. How do you like that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> There's also a song on the album called Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Right. And, um, you know, Shabbos, you know, for... For someone like you, you're up every day early, <laughs> early in the morning to, to to do your show, and you're working. You have a show in the evening, and you're you're working and working. Shabbos, the more you, the older you get, Shabbos becomes more and more of a blessing, and we try to capture that feeling and flavor of Baruch Hashem. It's Shabbos, and and we did a, a cross marketing campaign with uh, with the Royal Wine Company with Kedem, right. and they're doing this Baruch Hashem at Shabbos campaign uh, all, all over uh, in, in the magazines, and they've been doing it for a while. I actually got the idea of the song from them. Wow! Yeah, they 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 uh, they called me up and asked me if I could write a song to those words. Baruch Hashem is Shabbos. And, That's cool. And uh, it like I'm sitting there in the, in this meeting with them, and I'm kicking myself under the table. Like I said, Rottenberg, why didn't you think of that on your own? <laughs> you know, what, like why'd you have to come to a? That's such a great idea. What a beautiful way to express you know what Shabbos means to us, especially today with all the Baruch Hashem songs. Right. And anyway. It's 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 just been a wonderful, wonderful uh, experience for me uh, coming back after all these years and, and getting back in the saddle and, and working hard on an album. Well, I'll tell you that uh, it's to all of our benefit, to say the least. Thank you so uh, much. Your repertoire, your resume, <laughs> it's not <laughs> just Journeys. There's so much else that you've given us over the years, but to uh, add to the Journeys collection uh, as as listeners, to add to our Journeys collection, and have you do that for us has been a wonderful experience and a very, very big boost for so many people uh, who love Jewish music. So kudos to you. In fact, I will wrap up with the Baruch Hashem at Shabbos selection now that you mention it. And uh, and thank you again, A.B. And, uh, and thank it, you for having me, Nachum. And, and keep up your wonderful work promoting promoting our craft and, and, and you know, helping us do what we do in, in such a wonderful way. Biz 120 mit gesund. I appreciate that very much. And for those wondering, Joe DiMaggio's card is not a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so by much. By the way, no by the way, that's another one that my kids over the years, you know, have you ever heard this song? You know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm familiar with it. We, I, and we've asked every question about it as well. A.B., thanks so much and continued Hatzlacha. Oh, man, thank you so much. The legendary A.B. Rottenberg, Journeys 5, New Music Alert Wednesday. It's J.M. in the A.M. is the fate of all mankind No one can avoid the bustle and the grind Rushing to meetings, closing the deal 
On the phone, on the road, buying, selling, spinning wheels. It's easy to lose balance, chasing money and success. But there's a special treasure with which we have been blessed. And as each day passes, joy fills the air. Waiting for the moment to stand up and declare. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Heilig Tayer Shabbos. In the candles glow, our Neshamas grow. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Baruch Hashem, it's Shabbos. Heilig Tayer Shabbos. Once the wine is For six days every week We work hard and struggle Just to make ends meet But once out of seven We all become kings Who greet Shabbos Amalco By rising up to sing As we learn When I hear the boss, I jump To shop or go to shul I'm always parking by a pump But all of the worry Goes down the drain When my wife and children join me In singing the refrain
My thanks to A.B. Rottenberg. Baruch Hashem at Shabbos.